Quick Dartire of the Week. This week's Parsha, Parsha A, it discusses the myths of Hanukkah, the gifts one needs to give to a Jewish servant once he sets him free. The Pasuk says, Hanik Tanik Lai, you shall surely provide for him. From your sheep, your grain, and your wine. From that which Hashem blessed you with, you shall give to him. The next Pasuk says, why do we do this? And you shall remember that you were once a slave in Egypt. And Hashem redeemed you. Therefore, I'm commanding you this thing today. So the Safri comments on this, that when you left Mitzrayim, Hashem made sure that you were given gifts first when you left, and again by the splitting of the sea. So the Rebbe asks a powerful question here. If the whole point is to remember that the Jews got all this gold and silver when they left Egypt, then why is that important point missing from the Pasuk? All the Pasuk talks about is that we were redeemed from Egypt. So the Rebbe explains that this myth of Hanukkah has two perspectives. There is the perspective of the master, who needs to give these gifts as a form of gratitude for all the hard work the servant did for him. Then there's the perspective of the servant himself. For him, the purpose of these gifts is to provide freedom by giving him a sense of financial security. It doesn't help to just go free when you have nothing with which to continue to sustain yourself and your family. So from the servant's perspective, the main part of being truly free are these gifts that he is getting now to provide for his future. Therefore, explains the Rebbe, the Pasuk is talking from the servant's perspective. Remember how Hashem completely redeemed you from the land of Mitzrayim. That redemption would not have been complete without the Rechush Gadol, the spoils and gifts Hashem provided as well. So since the Pasuk talks about a complete redemption from Egypt, it's self-understood that it comes with the spoils and riches as well. The Rebbe's father of Levik adds another interesting insight. Of all the examples of what to give your servant when he goes free, why does the Torah specifically say sheep, grain, and wine? And he explains that since the Torah is connecting it to Hashem redeeming us from Mitzrayim, that is why it mentions these three things. The sheep symbolizes the carbon Pesach, the grain represents the matzah, and the wine represents the four cups of wine. But, Asher Blavik, what about the Mar, which is such a fundamental part of the Seder that if we don't mention it, we don't fulfill our obligation? Explains Erblavik that first off, this is about the freedom of the Evid Ivri, and we don't want to mix any bitterness into it. Second of all, we are supposed to treat our Evid Ivri with such respect that there should be no bitterness to recall anyway. The takeaway for us is to remember that when we give to Dhaka, it's not about how much you give, but more importantly, how you give it. That the person should feel uplifted through the process, with his dignity intact. As the Talmud says, that giving tzedakah provides you with six blessings, but also appeasing the person gets you 11 blessings. If we keep that in mind, Hashem will surely provide us with all of these blessings in an open and revealed manner. Have a good Shabbos.